0: Hi and welcome to another episode of the Casual Fangirl Podcast. I'm Caroline. I'm Helen. And this episode, Helen is going to be leading us because she is going
1: to be educating me about Riverdale. I am indeed. So before we start, you tell us what you know about Riverdale already. Okay. Before so, you obviously watched the episode I made you watch. Yeah. Just generally, what were your so opinions or... What I knew sections? about
0: Riverdale, I knew it's based on Archie Comics. Yeah. And I only know that because in The Simpsons there's an there's a scene where Homer is in the car with like the characters from it and they're like, Oh, stay out of Riverdale like that. That's the only thing I knew about it. Okay. Um and I know that one of the kids who was Zach or Cody, yeah, is in yeah. it? Yeah, Life of Zack and Cody, yeah. Um, Cole Sprouse. Yeah, and I once uh no, I'm thinking that isn't even the person I thought I saw an interview with someone, but I realised it was for something else. Um, not Riverdale Um, I know it had Luke Perry in it and I know he sadly died a few months ago Um, and I know oh and on YouTube there are loads of compilation videos of terrible dialogue and I do watch them sometimes of cheesy dialogue and I know that they do musical theatre episodes yes
1: which are some of my absolute favourites they are amazing
0: and I know that one guy in it has like really bushy eyebrows um I can't say I've
1: ever noticed like that. Like ginger
0: hair and black oh, Archie. eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah, cuz he is actually ginger. Oh. Like his hair is dyed every few weeks oh my on God. set for the role. Who
0: would dye their hair ginger? Well, what kind of maniac? Of what, what kind of maniac would dye their hair That's ginger? That's K J <laughs>
1: He's dedicated to the role of Archie Andrews and Archie Andrews has red hair. For, so
0: for con- for context, I had ginger hair for a year last year. Yeah. And I, and so that wasn't serious. I did choose to have bright, bright, I love
1: redheads. Like, I would love to have redheaded babies. I
0: loved having orange hair. I think I will end up having ginger babies because my my partner's ginger and my brother's ginger. They are going to look so cute. Oh my god. I love like little little ginger ginger hair and little
1: um, freckles. It's so cute. Yeah. But anyway, back to Riverdale. So I looked up kind of a little bit of info about Riverdale. Like, because as we've said in previous podcasts, we are kind of fans of our fandoms but not necessarily we don't know all the we're information not we're not die hard fans we're not fans. ride
0: or die and we <clears>
1: are fickle we've moved from fandom to fandom I mean the part of the fandom that I love about Riverdale you might talk to some other fan and they might not even kind of have picked up on the bits that I love or they might love something yeah. totally different it really is so there's individual a, is, is it quite a hefty show are there lots of different characters No, there's very lots and lots of storylines there's lots of they are kind of interwoven but there's lots of kind of Little storylines. Okay, so I had a look on Riverdale's Wikipedia page yeah. just to kind of give you kind of the, it's not really official, but kind of a bit of info on it. So yeah. it says, just to kind of, before I read it, so it is based on the Archie comics yeah. and there's four kind of characters that, um I guess you'd call the main characters had, in the
0: Archie comics. I forgot the characters I've heard of. I've heard of Archie and I've yeah. heard of Jughead. Yeah,
1: so they're two of the main ones. I'd say the four main ones from the comics are Archie Andrews, Yeah. Uh, Betty Cooper, Veronica Lodge, and Jughead Jones. Yeah. Um. So this is what it says: set in the present, the series offers a bold, subversive take on Archie, Betty, Veronica, and their friends, exploring the surreality. Does it really sound right? But that's what it says. Okay. The surreal. I think. It, I think that's it's just just it just making a surreal reality. Yeah. 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 But it doesn't. It says surreality. Okay. But anyway, well, yeah. of small town life, the darkness and the weirdness bubbling beneath Riverdale's wholesome facade. And each episode is narrated by Jughead Jones, who is played yeah. by Cole Sprouse, who, as yeah. you said, was in the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, and he was uh, many years ago well in Friends or Ben yeah.
0: Willick, Bunch Geller, whatever it was.
1: And um, yeah, so the, the series is based on I uh, kind of the four main characters, as I've said, but also there's a fifth character who is my personal favourite, Shell Blossom. Yeah. And the first series really does revolve around her brother's disappearance and yeah. uh, subsequent death. And so I'd say they're the five main characters in the So show.
0: I have watched
1: about 15 minutes of the first episode
0: just before you got here, because I forgot I was meant to watch it. Yeah, and <laughs> so what were your thoughts? Firstly, I have to say, I didn't realise for a good while that it was set in modern day, because yeah. it seemed really old. It's quite kind
1: of dark. Is it in, like, its and own world? No, do they, it's do they in... have mobiles? Yeah, they set. have mobile phones. There's um, If you'd watched slightly further into the episode, yeah. you'd have seen uh, Cheryl Blossom welcoming new girl Veronica Lodge to their school, Riverdale High, oh, okay. and asking her to follow her at Cheryl Bombshell. Oh, okay. So it is completely set in modern times. But I think because some of the the way it's done, yeah, um, like... For example, the Blossom family live in a very old house, yeah. and a lot of it does revolve around them, especially in episode one. And it you would, you could be mistaken for thinking it was set in earlier yeah. times, but they are—it's completely it's modern.
0: Quite 50s, but I guess is that
1: maybe a homage to, to, to the comic. Potentially, ever? I mean, I think it works yeah. so much better being in modern times, and I personally wouldn't enjoy it if it wasn't set in modern no. times. But hey um so yeah they're the main characters there's lots of other characters kind of interwoven into the series yeah um There's so, so many storylines. Lots of kind of little ones. um, And things... How many seasons have they been? There's been three seasons. Season three finished airing, I think just over a month ago, maybe. And they start filming season four in two weeks in Vancouver. Yeah. And that will come out in October. Gosh, it's quite a quick turnaround. Oh, gosh, yeah. And I mean, because obviously last season during filming Luke Perry died, so all the cast and crew had some time off. Yeah. And they decided, because they were quite near to the end of the series, they decided that they would wait and they're going to address his death. Um, the creators said this already they're going to address his death in episode one of yeah. season four and that okay. will kind of follow through, that'll be a big storyline in season okay. four. Okay, so they're, they're taking the time to handle that. Oh gosh yeah, and I, I think because it impacted the cast and crew so massively because oh they I loved him so it. much. It's awful. I know, and the fact they were able to go back to work, it was just like, it just showed, I think part of it, well, it showed how professional they were, but yeah. part of it kind of, they wanted to do it for Luke oh, and they knew that's what he'd have wanted. That's really lovely. Um, so yeah, I think they're really, you know, Pay him a great respect and yeah. really do it properly. And I think they wanted to make sure they had the time to do that. Um, there is com- Riverdale is quite dark. I know yeah. it says in that description, but literally, quite dark. I could hardly bloody see a thing. Um, yeah, physically, you're th- uh, yeah. I was meaning kind of. The no, I know what lot, you were meaning. Yes, it is. I find if I watch it in the daytime, I have to draw the curtains yeah, because you does. cannot see what's going on. There's this
0: big trend screen. for making TV shows like Game of Thrones did it, Sabrina chilling adventures it's too dark i need to be able to see yeah and especially with like period dramas like wolf hall which was a tudor thing they lit it with candles and you could literally hardly see what was going on and i think there is i get mood lighting
1: but yeah. it's i need to be able to see it yeah i do find <laughs> that is a little bit dark and that isn't something i enjoy because it does make it harder to see yeah but um generally it is quite dark yeah, storyline wise as well. And um I know quite a lot of the fans are teenage fans. Yeah. I know that's kind of that's who I, target ass- that's who, I
0: suppose if you say Riverdale, audience. I would associate it with a younger with a younger watcher. And viewer. to be honest, I
1: wasn't a fan yeah. for the whole of season one. Yeah. I had Did you it watch was it? so hyped up I didn't watch it. It was so hyped up and it was everywhere, it was all on social media, everyone seemed to be talking about it, and I just didn't Get it? I yeah. kind of watched a few trailers, and I was like, no, this show is not for me, and I didn't watch it. Okay. And then um, last year, kind of um, early last year, I was talking to a friend who... Yeah was really into the show mm-hmm. and she said to me and I said oh, "What well, you know I've seen the trailers I'm not into it she said you've got to watch it and I actually watched an episode with her yeah that was halfway through season two I had no idea who anyone was but she kind of explained as we watched it and I loved it and so I went back to season one season two was airing at the time this is kind of March last year and so I watched went watched the whole of season one in two days mm-hmm. binge watched and all of season two that up to the point where it was obviously live again. And I loved it. Okay. And um, I've watched the whole thing probably four or five times now. And the more you watch it, the more you learn from it, you pick up loads of stuff. Yeah, it, it, There's so, so it, many storylines. So it is one of those things you can watch again and again because the only thing
0: I would say that I've watched that is even vaguely similar to Riverdale would be Gossip Girl. And Gossip Girl is something that I can go back and I can rewatch, but I would have to say the quality dipped. Massively. Yeah, I'm
1: not um I used to watch Gossip Girl as well. I didn't watch right to the very end. I wasn't as didn't impressed much. with the quality and things with that. But yeah, I mean, it's just the storylines kind of have developed and I know to, um when you kind of listen to the writers and producers and the director talk about things, they've kind of had things in the planning in the yeah. plot line for a lot so long they, time. So they really
0: think ahead because my problem with um like and also things that have quite a quick turnaround is that sometimes they can start really well, but as they get nearer the series finale, they lose themes or they forget to wrap things up. A show that has a real problem with this is American Horror Story, which I don't think yeah, and
1: that's create- the creator of Glee, make that yeah,
0: yeah. I've I've not watched
1: it, but I have heard about it.
0: It, it starts really strong, and then it see they. They're basically filming it while it's airing. That's
1: that's how Riverdale works. Yeah, and
0: I think sometimes the problem with doing that is that it can be influenced by fans. I mean, that's something
1: that happens with Riverdale, and I actually love that. I don't like it. I really like it. Because
0: I think that fans, and I mean, this kind of goes back to fan fiction, fans have quite an idealistic way of wrapping things up normally. I feel like that most fans want to see things that are either weird or they're just a bit, too easy that is the thing that bothers me when shows wrap things up in a way that is too convenient and i feel like fan service can really
1: do that sometimes i mean um the characters at the moment are about to start their senior year yeah and um something the creator has said which a lot of fans were not happy with is that potentially he may introduce new cast members uh, to carry on at Riverdale High rather than carrying on the the characters. Yeah, whereas all of the fans have said... That sounds a bit like Skins. Yeah. Whereas I know a lot of people watch Riverdale for the characters yeah. now, and I would much rather follow my favourite characters to college yeah. than I don't care about some new little characters that might come in. I don't. Freshmen in I high don't think that or... ever works because no. if you look at Scrubs, yeah. they
0: did that with Scrubs. They concluded with like the main cast and JD, and then they moved on to a new cast, and it just didn't yeah. work because people. By when you're in a few seasons. I think Skins worked because they replaced their cast because it was focused on, like, the college. Yeah. So they focused on... But it worked because they did two seasons and all the stories were concluded and then it was just a natural progression to move on to new yeah. people. But I think with a show like Riverdale, not that I've seen it, but it's very character-focused. It oh, isn't completely. about the school. No,
1: it's not at all. Um, and I know people want to see their characters develop, want to see their storylines continue. Yeah. And I hope um that the response... I know he does... Respond to like, yeah. like look at what fans say, because and at the of... end
0: of the day, you're making shows for the people yeah. who watch them. Yeah. And if people are telling you, and I mean this is the thing again that we talked about before, how the internet is feedback that didn't really exist like 10, 15 years ago. Um, the way of getting instant feedback on shows is, I think it is a fine line to walk because you don't want to do things purely for the fans. No. Because you still have to stay Faithful to what you intended to do, you have to. You have an idea, you've got to run with it, and you can't let other people influence it on the outside. But at the same time, if you have customer, what is essentially customer feedback telling you, don't do this, don't do this, if you don't listen to that, yeah, you're gonna hold, yeah, you're it's gonna. And also, I think sometimes when you're writing a show or you're writing anything, when you're involved, you can think it's a really good idea, but at the end of the day, things. I don't know would you agree with this that things are written for other people to enjoy and even though especially something like Netflix they're paying a lot of money for it um what is the point of writing it if everyone's telling you you're heading for a cliff yeah but you're not turning around no I agree I agree
1: and I think um the main guy the creator of riverdale really does listen to fans and i know they're writing season four at the moment okay and um he actually put out on his social media asking um fans what they wanted to see in season four and i know um a lot of the characters kind of do conventions and things and they make a point of saying that actually he does listen to fans and things which i really enjoyed hearing was that Things in the show yeah. have changed direction because of kind of um, fan reaction to things that happened previously. And I really like that because, like, I think it is so much, like you say, about the fans and the fact that their response can actually have an impact on the show. It's really, See, really good.
0: I'm slightly different because, like, what I was just saying, what's the moment? I'm really tired. My memory is not great. Um, so I was just saying, like you write it for the fans, but at the same time, I feel like the fans shouldn't be in
1: charge. I think a big thing for fans, um, and something that has really developed through the show and is a really core element of most shows generally, is the relationships. And I know the fans have um, kind of nicknames for the um, ships. the ships on the show. Mm-hmm. And I'd say the main ones, personally, yeah. are um, Veronica and Archie, whose ship name is Varchi. Oh, I was going to say, is it Varchi? Yeah, not. Veronica. Um... <laughs> Um, sorry, Veronica. Yeah, no, there is a friendship one between Betty and Veronica, known as Veronica. But that's just a kind of friendship Betty. ship. It's be- Betty. No, it oh, no, be not Betty. Betty. <laughs> no, sorry, no. Um, then, um, Betty Cooper and yeah. Jughead Jones are known as Bugheads. Oh, I've heard that of is that a one. huge, huge kind of ship. And that. the third main one is um Cheryl and Tony, mm-hmm. who are known as Shoney and it's, because her name is Cheryl, it's Shoney, and fans get really, really annoyed when people call it Choney, especially if they're being interviewed, and interviewers say, oh, tell us about Choney, and they're like, no, no, it's Shoni." like, they're really kind of, you know, they're strict about that, and I agree, because that is not the name. I mean,
0: yeah, it, it would be, yeah, it's, um, name, name... Pronunciation. This seems. This is a. This is going off topic, but that seems to be a thing where interviewers don't do their research because the amount of interviews going back to our previous subject of Richard Armitage. Yeah. The amount of bloody interviews that people have introduced him as Richard Armitage. Really. <laughs> yeah. I don't see how you could get that wrong. I like, know it's Armitage. Yeah. But apparently Americans don't have itch names. I think like there are quite a lot of itch
1: names in yeah, English. Yeah, so, so it's just normal for us and not for them. So um, the relationship side of things, I think that's where a lot of the fans are very passionate about. And yeah. if you look on social media or even on YouTube, there's so many edits of the different relationships. Yeah. Um, and I know, um, kind of going back to the comic side of things, because there's been loads of kind of different comics with comics with slightly different storylines. Yeah. In one, um, I haven't personally read any of them. I've just read about them. Yeah. I know that Betty and Archie become um, a couple, I think. I think,
0: is that right? Because, yeah, sure. I always thought, because obviously I don't really know much about the comics, because I feel like Archie Comics is an American thing. We never had them here. Yeah. It's not really the only thing I know about Archie Comics, apart from... Um, the uh, Riverdale thing. What are they actually? Are they just called Archie and Jughead the comics?
1: Um, oh, I think because they're that... they
0: referenced in Friends and stuff. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. But the only the only comic that I knew that they did produce was Sabrina because I knew that Sabrina the Teenage Witch was based on a comic. Um, but that's all I knew. And obviously now they've done the, the um, Chilling Adventures, so they they. Clearly coming back with TV stuff, but I don't I don't really know anything about Archie as a company or whatever, because we we don't really have the same culture of comics here. It was no, all we Beano, don't. Beano and Dandy and like um,
1: Mandy. And I know um interestingly now that uh, obviously the show Riverdale has obviously taken on completely its own storylines yeah. and things, and there have been comics produced which kind of link in with the show. Yeah. And so do I'm not sure keep, if that's the keep... official.
0: Do they keep sorry? Do they keep the original illustrations, or have they changed the design based on
1: the show? Um, I think I think it's kind of similar. I'm not entirely sure. I've never really particularly looked into the comics, yeah. so I couldn't really tell you much. But I know some of the sh- uh, scenes that I've seen on the show, I've seen represented in the comics, mm. and they are very similar. And I know that was produced after the show. It wasn't like the show was copying the comic kind of thing. Okay. So I'm not entirely sure. Um you know what what the illustrations are like yeah um but yeah so have, have on.
0: sorry one more question relating to the original comics have they taken the storylines from the comics or is it a completely new
1: look at it um i'm not entirely sure i think they've taken a new look at it because i i don't know how much of the comics are actually involved in the storylines yeah. or not um it's to more, be honest is this fan I've, fiction <laughs> yeah from what i've read online about the comics and things i know there was because because there was so many kind of avenues the comics have gone down um there's lots of different relationships that have not happened on the show like yeah. for example like betty and archie and uh, there is a fandom out there that really would like those two to be together but i think they're just best friends i personally think betty and jughead are end game and that is not going to happen um but yeah that i mean I don't. I need to look into that more, maybe, and find out. I'm not particular because I love the show. I've never the com comics aren't it's for me anyway. I've never really looked into that. Um, but something with the show. I think that they, they do really try and address current issues. Yeah. And I mean, I was talking to one of my friend's daughters who's 16, and she uh, was she loves Riverdale. Yeah. And as do all her friends, but I think they don't kind of view it on the same um the same way that maybe an older fan would or they don't see the storylines in the same way yeah. for example um Cheryl and Jason are twins and yeah. in season one it does revolve around um his disappearance and then we find out he's died and kind of how he died and things did he die in a boat no <gasps> oh. he didn't he went missing after a boat ride but I won't kind of give you any spoilers because you might, may choose yeah, to watch it. I might watch
0: it. um but... but I have to say the first five minutes, I didn't expect to be so hooked.
1: Yeah, I it, it does throw you in really quickly. Uh, and I will go back and watch season one and still love it every time I, I watch think, it. I think I am going to start watching it. It is really, really good. Um, And she said to me, really sort of interestingly, she said, oh, but um, Sharon and Jason, that's incest, you know, they have a relationship. And what? I said... That's never ever happened at all. I think because you see them holding hands as they walk down um, to the boat, and her and her friends have just assumed that they were like dating, she sure, all they'd kissed, and I said they've never kissed, they've never dated, that just is completely, taken it completely right Yeah, way. but they've kind of that's their interpretation. I don't know if that's because of their say, age or just. I actually I, I
0: have know. to say, the way it was filmed, I did think there was going to be some kind of incest,
1: so there yeah, is a, there's no incest okay. at all. Because that between was the thing I was confused, I was like,
0: did she kill him because he was like inappropriate with her yeah no
1: there's nothing like okay. that at all so yeah so I find it know. interesting to get different people's opinions because I'd never thought of it that way and I'd never seen that but then hearing obviously my friend's daughter say that yeah and she was absolutely sure and in the end I was like right let's google this together look see and I showed her some clips and things like no never happened and only then was she like oh okay and like she'd, Gosh, like, she'd invented a kiss like that never w- happened oh my god that sounds like she didn't watch it properly well her and her <laughs> friends they do say they're big fans and they do watch every episode but I think they've probably only seen them once whereas somebody yeah. like me has seen all the episodes really numerous weird, times though. yeah and I think that is maybe a common misconception like you said you've seen 15 minutes and you were thinking that as well Yeah. so I think maybe you need but- to kind of invest a bit more time into it to, like, you know, get those misconceptions ironed out, as it were. Um, But going back to the character of Cheryl, who I absolutely love, um, I kind of always like the mean girl characters in shows.
0: They're the most interesting. I think villains, and we've said this before, villains make really good characters.
1: Yeah. Because... Like, everyone loves to hate someone. And I think with Cheryl, as the seasons have gone on, um, we really see her character develop, and something that's come out of it is actually she's not a horrible person. And yeah. actually, when you kind of learn more or... about her home life and how horrendously she's treated by her mother, like yeah. her mother's very physically and emotionally abusive towards her, and um, you learn through the seasons that actually Jason was the golden boy, and she was completely disregarded and always kind of second best. And it is quite heartbreaking, the storylines. But you really kind of understand why she behaves the way she does, why yeah. she pushes people away. And that makes you kind of love her even more. That is the most important thing. Because it's so much deeper than just, oh, I'm the head bitch, I'm the head yeah. cheerleader, I'm going to act this way. And at first, that's just how you perceive her. Sounds and like it's Glee, a bit. Only as the seasons go on. It's so, so much better than Glee. As the seasons go on, you really see her character develop. Um, Something I really think with her character, they've kind of... She, A lot of people do say she's one of the main characters. And I personally, mm. for me, like, she is my main character. Like, yeah. I prefer her storylines over some of the others. Um, She, she in the second season, there's a really big storyline where mm. she comes out as a lesbian. Yeah. And I know that the scene where she kind of confesses that to her new friend, who we already know is bisexual in the show, um, it's a really emotional scene. And, like, I know I cried watching that. And, like, a lot of people did that I've spoken to. Like, it is so like poignant and so yeah. well done. And then that obviously develops and she ends up in a relationship with the girl Tony, who yeah. then obviously the ship is called Shoni, as do the characters themselves. And even actually on the show they made a reference to that when um in season three there was the prom, they were campaigning for prom queens and I think it was Cheryl was going around saying vote Shoney. <laughs> and I think someone said they actually put that put that in kind of as a nod. like shout out nod to the fans because that is their ship name. And I'm sure some of the others have been used in the show but I can't remember. I think they probably have. I think they potentially have, probably by Cheryl. Um, But, yeah, I think they do try and keep current. So they've got a gay character called Kevin who's been gay right from season one, whereas with Cheryl you thought she was straight originally and then you learn through the seasons that she's actually not. Um, I definitely think that that sounds really good because I think it's so important, especially in a show that's aimed
0: towards younger people, to have proper representation and also just like the norm, the normalisation yeah, of um, same sex relationships um, and, se- yeah, and sexuality and gender. I think that sounds really massively good. And interestingly,
1: just leading on from what you've just said, um, in season three, the um, the characters Cheryl and Tony, there was uh, there's lots of kind of sex scenes in Riverdale. Well, not lots, but there is some sex scenes yeah. in Riverdale. And um, in one of the episodes, sort of halfway through season three, their characters actually have sex yeah. on the screen, okay. and that was a really kind that's of a big, thing, that's a big because... thing,
0: especially for an American show, because American yeah. American viewers, I feel like, are a little more conservative. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I obviously, I I have no idea about Riverdale's viewers, and I would imagine if it is a bit racy, it probably wouldn't be that audience. But but producing that kind of yeah. content is so important. And
1: I'm hearing the two actresses, they were at a convention recently um one in paris and then one in dallas and they were saying that actually they really had to kind of fight for that equal representation yeah. both of them feel really passionate about it and really feel lucky yeah. to represent those characters because and they said if it wasn't for them pushing that wouldn't have actually been in the show it's
0: such a shame because male female sex scenes are just which
1: is what they both said that's what the actresses both thought. said that, and then yeah
0: the risk with Especially, I feel like lesbian um, representation—it can be fetishized towards a male audience, yeah, which is completely yeah. wrong, and it should just be put on its own merits. Um, so it's great to hear that they're that they're including. Yeah, and in the, the fact the that
1: they—and I know a lot of fans have appreciated the fact that they have personally fought for that themselves yeah. because they are so passionate and love the characters so much, they want to stay true yeah. to them and feel like they entitled to as much representation which I completely agree with yeah and I know some of their their, like the best lines that their characters have are actually ad-libbed um by the girls themselves yeah and like for example um there was one scene where they get their SAT results when they're in bed together and um Cheryl is wearing Tony's shirt yeah and that was Madeleine Pett who plays Cheryl Blossom that was her idea because she feels like that's what Cheryl would have done yeah and I love that they're so kind of passionate about their characters that, um, That's really good. really kind and of And it's happy great to, to see that
0: relationship. That. Well, I haven't watched it, obviously, but yeah. it's, it sounds like that relationship is properly explored. And oh, and it seemed really as well as developed. Token yeah as a And it's just as equal as the other relationships on the yeah. show, which I think is really fantastic because I think when you have a show that is um, focused on lots of different people, I mean, obviously, I haven't seen it, so um, this might be wrong, but when it's focused on lots of different couples, sometimes the gay couple
1: can be just... I mean, I'd say they definitely get less screen time than the other couples. But their relationship
0: is no less significant than other people's relationships. No, and
1: that, I mean, talking to people online, generally, people I talk to, like, straight, lesbian, gay, bi, you know, however you identify, a lot of people love that relationship, regardless of their own sexuality, like, as one of their favourite ships. Yeah. I mean, obviously the Bughead fans and the Vulture fans, but generally, people seem to be Shoney, 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 and I personally love that that pairing on the show that's that is really, my favorite that's
0: really good because I think what people don't give credit to is no matter what your sexual orientation is a lot of people just love genuinely good storytelling yeah and good couples yeah because obviously like, I'm I'm straight but that I'm gonna watch it because it's it's nice to see represented because I don't want to see me on screen yeah to, like, it's nice to see like, the there's, kind enough of diversity of, and... there's enough of couples like me yeah it's like let's move let's shine the light on different areas and we need especially because now obviously lgbtq plus issues are massive and attention has been called we need more equality we need more representation for everybody yeah and i think it's great that shows like riverdale it sounds like taking steps yeah definitely
1: um yes Definitely. On a completely unrelated note, yeah. Um, there's some real, like I said about earlier, really, really dark storylines. Some really weird storylines yeah. that I personally can't really get on board with. I don't want to kind of go what's too the name much one, into what's it. Wasn't there one I've heard about this where Archie became a boxer? yes that's still kind of an ongoing (laughs) storyline um some of them are kind of weird so this is going to be kind of spoilers for season two and season three but if i don't talk about it i think no definitely all right you'll be warned spoiler warning so um there's a character in season two called the black hood yeah and yeah you probably heard of this and he goes around murdering people who he feels deserve to be killed right um and it's kind of really really odd and I mean it's just it fits with the show it's quite dark but what would you say so sorry to interrupt but
0: obviously I don't really know much about it what would you say if you had to summarise the three themes
1: of Riverdale what would you say they are um I think one of the theme, one of the main themes I think is all about kind of like secrets and hidden depths. Like yeah. there's always more to mystery, something than intrigue. yeah, mystery and intrigue. There's always more to a situation than it first appears. Okay. And I think that is a thread that whatever the storyline they've addressed yeah. or they've talked about, it what you first perceive it as or what it's represented as is there's always more to it than what you first see. Yeah. Um, I think another one is relationships and kind of the intricacy of different relationships and the depth of relationships and how that has such a big impact on your life and there's so many you know there's parent-child relationships there's obviously romantic relationships friendships all sorts and i just think and um yeah i think the relationships and also kind of the, the the lack of friendship or the lack of relationships like how old them? are they? Are they like sixteen? They're like seventeen. Oh. Yeah, sixteen in season one, seventeen season two, and obviously they'll turn eighteen okay. in season three. And I think um, again, linking to relationships, going back to Cheryl Blossom, my favorite character in season one, she's so lonely, like yeah. she has no friends because and she her is, brothers just
0: died. Yeah, her
1: brothers died. Her, she's not really got a good relationship with her parents, and like um, that kind of theme of loneliness is so like haunting. Almost, it's quite sad to watch yeah. and like you see the others have friendships and I think she kind of pushes people loneliness, away.
0: Loneliness is actually a theme. That's interesting because you don't really see too much of it. And if and if you do, I think it's always used either in a villain story yeah. as a drive why they do bad things. Yeah but to actually treat it and then have them have not a redemption arc but to move past their loneliness and to find happiness. Yeah.
1: And is nice. Yeah. And I mean you do see kind of like snippets of friendship with Cheryl in season yeah. one, but it's so superficial. Like, I think yeah. because she is that, she's the self-proclaimed she's HBIC. English. What does that mean? Head bitch in charge. She oh actually has that on her, um they have a cheerleading school called the River Vixens. She she's is like... the captain and she has that and that was her idea, apparently. um The costume department said, well, what do you think, like, for Cheryl, what do you think she would kind of be like at school yeah. and things? Obviously, they had, kind of an idea of what Cheryl was going to be about because of the comics and everything else. But she said, Oh, I think she'd have a t shirt that says H B I C And so and she said Can she you was buy those. Uh, probably. I've never Should looked into one? it, you probably could. Um, and she said she was really surprised when a few months after she'd had that discussion with the costume designers, they came back and like, here's your t shirt oh and she actually God. wore it in the show. Um but yeah, I think like her character especially pushes people away. And there's another interesting storyline with a guy called Kevin Keller, who is yeah. gay in yeah. the show. And he he's kind of um he's looking for a relationship, but obviously he feels like he can't kind of be open and out and things about how he feels. So he is actually um he goes to meet guys in the woods for okay. sex and it's kind of roughly explored, and this is before we know Cheryl's Gay, but she's kind of concerned about it, as is his really good friend Betty. Yeah. And it's just a, that's another interesting kind of little storyline. There's loads and loads of interesting storylines. Something that kind of comes up in season three of the show is that you discover that you kind of see bits of it right from season one, but you discover that the parents all knew each other in high school. Okay. They all went to Riverdale High themselves.
0: Oh, so they're almost like the first generation. Yeah.
1: And they actually have a flashback episode where the characters play their parents. And it's Ooh, really really interesting. That's a it's good idea. A really really good episode. And um, in season three, there's a really big storyline revolving around a character called the Gargoyle King. I don't know if you've ever sort of heard of that in your kind of ex- explorations mm. of Riverdale or just generally. I've done um, very. I've done
0: very little. There's gargoyles. a game.
1: There's a game called Griffins and Gargoyles, which is, um, is a big thing in like, season three. Is that meant to be like dungeons and dragons? Kind of, yeah. And um, it's a storyline that impacts, I'd say, every character in the show in some way. Right. And the Gargoyle King. What? Is um, it's really hard to explain, really. What the fuck really. is this? It, yeah, it's completely like surreal and really bizarre. Okay. And um, it's really hard to explain in quite a kind of short space of time. And also, if you haven't seen it, it's not going to make much sense. But um, you you only discover the identity of the Gargoyle King and kind of the mastermind behind it all at the very, very end of season three. So this isn't like
0: Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Um, I don't know if that's kind of where it originated from, it but they've completely the name, taken but... their own. Okay. And basically, um, the people playing the game, they all end up playing the game. Most of the characters in the show end up playing the game. And as part of that, there's like challenges they have to do and there's these actual, um like, um, is it gaunt- I think it's gauntlets of, like, um, liquid. I'm just taking a picture of my face <laughs> while you're explaining this to me. And... Um, some of them are poisoned and characters do actually die in the show. They're not characters, kind of main characters, but um, people in the show die because as part of this game they have to, like, drink from the cup. Jesus. This- and, yeah, it's it really, really is quite dark. and And okay. it's – I can't oh, – I don't want to say really- too much about it. It's a very strange storyline. I personally am not a fan of that storyline, but I obviously look past it to enjoy the storylines yeah. that I do enjoy and to well, watch that's, my favourite characters. That's the thing.
0: I mean, if we talk – so – Riverdale is a new generation of TV shows. I would say it's very, yeah. very fan-heavy, reliant on the internet. Um, do you think that they can keep the pace up?
1: I think. Th- yeah, sorry. Nicole. Do you
0: think that they're going to keep people's interest? And do you think if they keep Following what their fans want. Do you think the ultimate quality is going to be diluted? That would I be think
1: at the moment they are huge. And what I really like about Riverdale as well is the um casting director and the casting team have picked generally quite unknown actors yeah. for most of the roles. I, think I think mean, I remember reading about um, Cole Sprouse getting out yeah. of Jughead, and then seeing a picture of him thinking, Oh my goodness, he's. You know, he's dyed his hair, he's wearing a beanie. He's like, that's not how I remember him on the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody kind yeah. of thing. Um, he's, And he's the only actor in it that, that was great. And Luke heard. Perry. Yeah, and Luke Perry. And yeah. um, uh, one of the actors in season two was in a Disney show, My Babysitter's a Vampire. But again, I haven't ever heard of that show. No, I haven't. But a lot of the characters, um, a lot of the actors and actresses, well, sorry, were completely unknown. And they have been propelled into absolute huge stardom through this show. I yeah. Mean, for example, one of the actresses, Madeleine Petch, who plays Cheryl Blossom, she was completely unknown before this show, and she now yeah. has 14 million um, Instagram subscribers. Blinding. She, she actually, because her Never character, heard of her. yeah, she, because her character plays like quite a bitchy character, especially yeah. season one. She created a YouTube channel. Um, because she wanted people to see that that wasn't her and that wasn't who she was about. And through her YouTube channel, I can't remember, I think it's about 4 million subscribers, I'm not quite sure, but she she said that's been a really nice way to connect with fans and also people to see the real her. And she got invited to the Met Gala this year oh, I'm so through, jealous. through oh my God. her YouTube. It was nothing to do with Riverdale. Yeah. It was through she was she said she was on a table, not with her castmates because some of them were there for she other was things. Like she was with YouTubers, and that was why she was there. That's and like for the theme, which was kind of camp. Yeah, she, yeah. Um, she had a beautiful What's green something? dress. What's her I'm gonna look her up. I had. I mean, we could do a whole. She and... had a really nice green dress. She's like looked like Tinkerbell, and Ooh. she had like a fake. She had fake bangs, and yeah, she looked. Really, really. Hello, we're English. What? We don't have bangs. Sorry, I don't know what fringe. you'd call it. A fringe. Okay, a fringe. Sorry. Oh my god,
0: she looks amazing. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I am a big Met Gala geek, yeah. and the theme disappointed
1: me. You've bit, probably yeah. seen her pictures come up.
0: Yeah. Oh, um, one of us, Florence Welch. How similar is that? Yeah, they so are that, similar. Yeah, that's very similar. I love that. Okay, she. I like her now. She looks gorgeous. Yeah. And what, what lovely hair colors. Are she yeah,
1: best? and she. That's completely natural as well. Because someone asked her that at a convention the other week. It's, oh, Because obviously amazing. KJ Apa, who plays Archie, has to dye his. Yeah. Um, for the show, but hers is completely she natural. She
0: looks a bit like Jessica Chastain. I've know. not heard of
1: that person but i'll right
0: we should start wrapping up yeah. because we're 35 minutes in on our we might be down if we edit
1: this um yeah. a lot of it i kind of just do your closing my pitch. random thoughts basically closing pitch why i have but to become i think you riverdale should fan. watch riverdale because it's got quite a lot of storylines Quite. <laughs> <good> story <lines. laughs> no, okay so Let's helen's helen's
0: pitch is that <laughs> the tv show has storylines <laughs>
1: Okay, okay let me start come, that on, again. come on. So I think you should watch me. it because there's a load of great characters in it. Yeah, it's really well written. Yeah, Um, the storylines are a lot deeper than you might think when you first watch okay. it. So, I would say, even if you watch it and think, Oh, I'm not sure, do go back and watch it again because I found Nuance. the second time I watched it, I loved mm. it so much more. Okay, um, yeah, great. Jam. Um, The ships in it are great. There's yeah. lots of kind of relationship like stuff. Ship. Um, The musical episodes alone are a reason to watch it. I just need to quickly tell you about these. Okay, so season okay, two, yeah. the musical was based on it was the Carrie, Carrie musical they did. It was so, so good. I have the album the yeah. Riverdale album on my Spotify playlist it yeah. is on my part of my heavy rotation as it's called. <laughs> it is so good. Their their voices are amazing. Cami Mendez who plays Veronica Lodge on the show. Yeah. She has an amazing voice. So
0: I have heard some of these songs. Yeah. I mainly heard the Heather's one. Oh, I'll tell you about that in a minute. It's so, so good. heavily auto-tuned, is it not? Um it some, some of it is very... some of it is, but they are good singers. Okay. So
1: Cami Mendez I guess
0: musical theater is a bit different, isn't
1: it? Sometimes? Is um, um an amazing singer yeah and also the girl lily reinhardt who plays betty cooper her voice oh my god it is so good you've definitely like, okay, so I worth listening listen. well even if you only watch the musical episodes watch them first all right there is a death oh, at the end of the Carrie the Musical episode linked to the Black Hood. He okay. goes around and murders someone else, which was not very nice, but... um And in season three, it was an episode called Big Fun, and it was based on Heathers, the musical. Yeah. I personally never, ever heard of Heathers. I have heard But when else. I heard that Rivendell were going to be doing it, I kind of looked it up. I did watch some clips. Quite a dark film. Yeah. And... um I know that Heather's is quite popular in America, and they have kind of released a high school version of Heather's, where some of the lyrics to the songs have been changed to make it suitable for high school students to perform. Mm. And that was kind of what Riverdale used, because obviously they have a younger audience. Yeah. Um. So there's slightly less swearing and less kind of sexual references. It's still quite it's still quite you know risque for a, I guess a teen show, but um. Yeah, the Heathers episode is so so good. It's one of my absolute favourites. The singing in it is really good. Vanessa Morgan, um, who her kind of solo in the show is called Dead Girl Walking mm-hmm, in that episode. That song, yeah. And she's a really, really good singer, so I definitely That's listen a big to her song. voice. Yeah. yeah it's a big song. And she does it amazingly. Like all the feedback I've read from people. I mean, that is just like the song. Yeah. And actually one of um when season three wrapped, the kind of producer of the show. Um, he did, like, a, a little comment on his Instagram about each of the main characters. And mm-hmm. for hers, he actually brought that up and, like, how amazing that was. Like, and it, it was really good. But the songs on it are so, so good. I can definitely recommend the musical episode. Okay, I'll,
0: I'll, okay so to conclude, I am going to watch musical episodes.
1: You definitely should.
0: I think I'll finish watching episode one, and if I enjoy it, I will move yeah. on. So... I think you've done a good job of convincing me to watch it's it. It's definitely worth watching. you watch. sold it. It's definitely you worth sold it. watching. So that's another episode of the Casual Fangirl podcast. I've been
1: converted Caroline. And I'm happy Helen because I've got to talk about Riverdale. <laughs> my absolute happy... That is where my happy place is, oh. is in the Riverdale fandom.
0: Well, that's nice. So don't forget that you can follow us on Twitter at casual underscore or you can send us an email at casualfangirls at yahoo.com or you can find us in real life and follow us around. So (laughs) thank you so much for joining us and we hope to see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye.